y'all and welcome to the monday hustle you're on love the journey with miro we slow like we are slow though we really really young <laughs> how you doing how you feeling Woo! hope you're ready to crush this week just as much as i am it's any other day though any other day monday what's wrong with mondays nothing Look outside. You're in Chicago. Check out this amazing snow we got. I'm not going to lie. It looks kind of shitty outside. But here we are. And I'm doing another car episode because I've been swamped. And I apologize. But I said great things were coming. And they will. So here we are. I'm just going to hop right into it. Story time. I can't. You know. There's a lot, lots going on. And these things need to be heard. So... You might have heard of the crazy hoarder guy. If you follow me on Instagram, that's usually where I update the most. At the real underscore Miro, M-I-R-O. You've probably seen one of my pictures of a yard before and after, which was just a complete disaster that my company, uh, HodgePodge, that we did. And this guy, so this was like in December. And this guy strikes back. Like I developed an amazing relationship with the realtor. She loves us loves me what can I say and uh, no we just we did such a great job and so she, now she got us the guy's trying to move out of this house they're, they're moving him out his kids are moving him out so now we need to do the rest of the house pretty much and there's so there's always a story to these things like you see you probably you might have seen the hoarder TV shows you know these things exist you don't know where but they're there and we finally came across one of these humongous, crazy jobs. And there's just so much going on, so much emotion. And you know, I want to, a lot of people, I think people take things for granted. I mean, I ha- I do too all the time. And you kind of just go into whatever situation it is, whether it's whether it's a job or some events and uh, anything that arises. And you just kind of take it as it is. It's like, oh, this happened, blah, blah, blah. Let's do it. Let's, go, let's get the fuck out of here. You know, I don't want to get paid. I want to, I want to go home. I want to eat. I want to, I just want all the pleasures in life, but you don't take the time to kind of, you know, realize the situation and step back and, you know, look at, look at yourself, look at where you're at and look at what's going on around you. And the fact is, you know, this guy lived here his whole life and there was so much that had happened and so much that went on. There's, you know, what's, what's he going through? Why is he having such a hard time letting us take things away from from his house you know things that were his and what kind of what, what's his mindset where's he at so quick background this guy ray has lived at this house that we're working on we're gonna be doing day four today probably day five tomorrow and most of our jobs are just like you know a few hours maybe a day we had a couple like that lasted two days but so this is already by far our largest job and you know just think think the hoarders tv show pretty much and that's exactly what this is maybe even worse (laughs) so he lived there 55 years with his wife four kids his wife passed away at a point his two kids passed away and his other two kids moved away and now what's happening is he's moving out by his daughter who lives like six hours north by the wisconsin almost canada area and like farm country and and right now he hates his kids. He wants to get out of there. He wants to move away from them. He says that they're. He blames them for everything that they're making him move out. Um, it's pretty crazy. Like I've, I was. I just like I interviewed him numerous times and like different times of the job. And 
just wanted to, you know, talk to him and just see how he's feeling. And so pretty much there was a complete yard, a ginormous yard full of stuff, complete attic, complete second floor, first floor, and basement. And when I mean complete, I mean top to bottom, front to back, could barely squeeze through. Only the first floor where he lived at, he had like a little tunnel, pretty much is what it looked like that he was squeezing through from like the staircase to his room. That's like, I hope that pictures, you know, you, you can see that vivid imagery right there. Pretty, a whole house just filled with stuff. And we're talking old things. We're talking new things. We're talking even garbage. It was literally just anything. Wood, metal, just, uh, you name it. It was somewhere there. And it's, it's definitely many firsts that we experienced with this job, that's for sure. So... I'm not, I'm not even getting into the adventures of the job and the things I've seen, things I've gone through, but I'm just going to quickly, at least for this episode, I want to keep it short, just dive into some of the things I asked him, how his responses were. So pretty much at the end on Friday, it was definitely an awkward moment because it was his last hour in the house. Um, one of his kids was on the way to come pick him up. Pretty much he got to the point where one of the kid guy, uh, one of his son's called me and told me that we like don't let the guy stop you his name is Ray just do not let him stop you whether unless he puts a gun to your head or he calls the cops on us let him you know we need to take everything somehow some way whether we sneak it out whatnot don't listen to him we have to you know that's just that's just what the, the house is sold and things have to get out and that's it and so it was his last hour and that's when I talked to him like the most and I was curious and you know what it is what he was going through and he just said he felt so much fear uh, not fear anger hate hate towards his kids right now that they're willing to that they're actually going through with this and they're actually taking him out of the house he thought he was gonna stay there forever and he wanted to those are his items it was his house he's been there for 55 years his whole family was raised there so he said, like, you could just tell in his eyes, like, it looked like, it's just, you could just tell. There's so much going on and the fear, the anger, the hate, everything. And I asked him the main reasons why he didn't want to give these items up. And what he was saying is that most of those items weren't even his. That was the main reason. He's like, they're not even mine. He wouldn't really explain too much as to, like, the meaning like to, behind that like whether he thought they were going to come back or whatnot but you're saying you no know, a lot of stuff is his wife's his kids that uh, one of his kids uh worked i forgot at some industrial company so he had a ton of uh which started to make sense because there were a ton of like building materials just like stacks and stacks of random building materials so he told you know he mentioned how one of his kids worked at uh, some industrial warehouse facility and so that would explain you know there were stacks and stacks of materials and there were a bunch of clothing a bunch of portraits women's things and that would explain the wife stuff but then you know there were who knows whose stuff this really was pretty much what he I mean what he told us I, mean, I, I guess I believe him but I mean you would from what I've heard from everybody else was that he was the one sporting it all away but I guess that was his reasoning is that he would find things that are others and keep them and keep them you know with the 
I guess, feeling that these items kept him secure and that, I don't know, maybe it reminded him of the people. He didn't get too, like, too much into detail about that. I tried to get it out of him, but he was already uncomfortable as, as it was. And you could just see the, the, the anger and frustration. And I, I, I can't imagine that being me. So I definitely uh, feel for the guy. So yeah, I mean, it's been quite an interesting job. I didn't even gotten into like the crazy things that we found in the job. The, the old baseball cards or old Baywatch calendars. <laughs> but it's been interesting. And, and there's always one of these for, for who knows, the next hundred. Well, hopefully we get another one. But yeah, it's, a great, it's a great learning experience. Definitely, uh, definitely many different obstacles and things to get through and it makes all of us stronger the company stronger so i've been very i'm very proud of my team because we've been crushing it so hopefully we just crush it these next couple days and get this thing over with and uh yeah i'm hoping to make like a little video or something out of it i've been using my gopro my phone when i could just taking some snap you know some videos some quick clips because footage like this is just amazing and it's really it's almost hard to believe and you, you really got to show people you know that this happened this this is a real life experience so I hope that gives you something to think about, you know, um, how would you feel if you lived somewhere for that long and, uh, you know, would you still, would you have the hates or would you be willing to let go and move on and maybe this is the time, you know, maybe this will show you that it's better to move on now than when it's too late. You know, the longer you wait, the harder it's going to be. So move on right now, whatever it is holding you back, deal with it, deal with it head on. I hope you enjoyed another episode of the Monday Hustle. You've been on Love the Journey with Miro Weaslow. Like we are slow, though we really, really young. And I'll be talking to you soon. Peace.